Thank you for joining the Sales 411 from the 412. Dan Hirsch here, and I'm actually interviewing my partner, Sam Stein, Vice President of Engaged Prospect. Sam, you are currently in Southern California, is that right? That's right, yep. Uh, came out on Monday. It's Friday now, but um, we were, I was here with, uh, with a colleague. We were representing a client of ours at um, the AESA Summer Leadership Conference. And uh, the AESA is the Association for Education Service Agencies. So one of yep. our ed tech clients, um, we were trying to see if there's some good market fit um, to work with some of these agencies. And it was, uh, it was delightful. Good, good, awesome. good time. So tell, tell us about the show, a high level of kind of what. Yeah, certainly. So it was a relatively small, um, intimate conference. There was, I don't know, 100 or so folks and um, the uh, high, high level executives within their agencies. And the conference topic was all about something called collective impact, which is basically getting various organizations. In this case, it was the education service agencies, mental health agencies, business leaders from, from the area to find a way to get a common agenda and work together towards, um, towards some goals that ultimately affect um, children in the community and their, their ability to learn. It was, it was great. Your role in the conference to help drive uh, business for your client? Certainly, yeah. Well, uh, we, were, we were a sponsor. So we sponsored um, a breakout uh, dinner with a with a uh, select group of folks, about twenty folks, and um, it was really nice. Got to give a got to give a presentation. Was well received, and uh, then uh, myself and and my colleague who was with me, we got to actually you know sit at the dinner table and uh, break bread and have conversation and, and get to know folks. When you when you did your presentation, what was what's a good strategy for those that are looking to go to a trade show and have an opportunity to speak? What was what was your presentation about and how did you set that up? Yeah, so, uh, sorry, there's a dog barking in the background. Um, the, the presentation was really focused on a lot of third-party stories, what we're hearing from people that we're working with um, that is sort of indicative of the, of the problems and the challenges that they're facing. And I just asked the, the audience to, you know, think about whether or not they're hearing some of those things from the member districts that they work with. And, uh, you know, raise your hand or, or, or nod if, if those are some things that you're hearing. And that kind of helped set the stage that we, you know, as you know, we really like to use third party stories um, to, to help folks, you know, see if, if they might be able to see themselves in those stories. And then that brings them to the table a little bit. We didn't do, we didn't do a demonstration of the product. Um, you know, afterwards, we'll follow up with these folks and, and have have a conversation about what, what they thought and, and, and if, if there's a need or desire on their part to learn more about the sort of the inner workings of, of what we, what we, uh, what we sell out there. Ask. <laughs> a lot of the folks who are just starting out in business or have just launched a company might have been in business for a few years, but haven't really done a lot of trade shows often wonder what the, what the strategy is before a trade show, during a trade show, and after a trade show. Obviously, if you get a chance to speak at the show, that's wonderful and a great opportunity. But even if you're not speaking at a trade show, what, what are some recommendations that you have for entrepreneurs that go to conferences to try to get some leads out of it, build some relationships, and those types of things? 
Great, that's a great question, and and there there are a few, you know, pretty standard things. Depend, but you know, not all not all trade shows and conferences are made equal. So, you know, sometimes you'll have a booth, and if you have a booth, you might want to try to drive attendance towards your booth. Sometimes you'll be embedded or just walking the floor, um, and in those cases, it's it's slightly different. But um, you know what you're what you're trying to do uh, typically is 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 have some some good conversations and. Um, you know, shake hands and, and exchange business cards and really get to know some people, I think, to set the stage for for further conversations. You know, the the, the worst thing you can do is go there and uh, and, you know, expect to leave with a purchase order in hand. It, it might happen. And that's great. You know, certainly seize opportunity if it presents itself. But it's really it's really more about starting conversations than than ending them. So what we like to do, especially if you are um, a sponsor, typically along with that purchase, you'll be able to get um, a list, right, of who's going to be attending. And you can go through that list and pick out some top tier folks that are that are, you know, must talk to kind of people. Um, you can go through and send some emails, letting them know that you're excited about the conference and that you're going to be attending, hoping to see if anybody would like to uh, sit down outside the conference at a little round table and have a co- cup of coffee with you. So you can do some pre-work. Uh, typically, calls and emails work just fine. There may be some, some social media connections as well on LinkedIn, things like that. Um, and again, just letting people know that you're going to be there and that you're excited to, <laughs> to learn um, what's happening at the conference and, and, uh, and perhaps meet with them if possible. During the conference, I think there's obviously you want to have as many conversations as possible. Really great to write down notes, um, sort of live time. As you're doing that, there there are sometimes different apps for that. If it's a large conference, you can sometimes scan scan the person's badge and, and take some notes and whatever whatever works for you. But certainly don't try to remember all the conversations you're having. And then, of course, um, follow up through sort of phone and email cadences um, as well once you once you've left. But <clears throat> as you know, Dan, it, it it takes multiple outreach attempts just to drive a first conversation, and then it usually takes multiple conversations to to move the needle towards. Towards a, a, a lot of people that ask me about trade show follow-up often think that it's harassment or um, overly aggressive to reach out to the folks that they met at a trade show, whether it's another vendor, an opportunity, a uh, possible referral source that they can work with. They, they feel like I'll send a follow-up email or maybe one LinkedIn message and thank them for the conversation. And then they might be done with it. This would be people certainly with um, other things that they're juggling in their businesses. They don't have time to actively sell all the time or those new to sales who aren't used to um, an effective follow-up strategy. What do, you, what do you say about the number of times or the frequency in which you should reach out to somebody even after you've met them for five minutes at a conference floor? Yeah, so so I, I think there's <clears throat> excuse me, I think there's a couple of uh, a couple of different questions in there. So first of all, you know, most people who who go to um, a conference or a trade show understand that there are going to be some vendors there, and 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 people do have needs. People do like to buy things that solve their challenges. They just don't want to maybe feel like they're they're dealing with a pushy salesperson so so you know it's it's not aggressive at all to follow up with people and and you'll you'll get folks saying you know thank you for your persistence rather than why are you bugging me um so so i (laughs) think you know i think that's something to keep in mind um certainly some people don't don't want you to follow up and they'll they'll let you know and you can respectfully uh stop but um so i think that's one thing right That, that 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 you know that's a that's a mentality that's probably not great for 
for for sales and, and really sort of unnecessary and, and and you don't have to think that way you know if you're that if you're a new salesperson or if you're a ceo who who is more technical and and doing the sales but it's not your forte or uh, natural for you then yep. as far as you know um multiple outreach touches um i i I think that it varies, right? So not all conversations are created equal. Not all, not all um, prospects are, are in the same tiers for you of, of who you'd like to, to reach out to. So, um, you know, you can do some phone call and email follow up for those that you need to really need to talk with and had a good conversation with. And I think that, um, you know, one thing you can try to do at the conference is get some time on the calendar for that follow up right then and there when you're with them. Um, with smartphones, great and things like that. Now you can just you can just pull out your phone and and, and send them an invite. Um, but if you haven't been able to secure that that appointment, um, you know you can reach out through phone and email. For for folks that you know <clears throat> go to some larger conferences, maybe a few hundred people, a few thousand people. Sometimes there are some very large conferences. Um, you could probably put people into uh, uh, email nurturing campaigns, things like that, where where you're sharing some content and and make it relevant and specific to to what you learned from the from the conference, um, you know, hopefully you're at a conference that's a good fit for you to be there, <laughs> that it makes sense that the things the keynote speakers were talking about and the, the things the breakout sessions were dealing with and the, the group activities they were working on, you're, you're able to see yourself um, in that a little bit as the vendor or participating in a role in solving some of those challenges. And then you can send uh, valuable messages, right, that that actually they're excited to receive that, that um, help them make some connections that maybe they didn't while they were at the conference. I think that last point, I think that last point is really interesting because in the modern sales world, adding value and creating, creating and sharing content that's relevant to your prospects or partners is really important. And there's no easier way to add content than after a show that you mutually, um, went to some keynote speeches or had a, a constant theme, right? So being able to uh, produce and prepare content even before a show so that it's ready to go out afterwards to the, the list of folks that you met is an excellent idea and strategy for business owners out there who might not have time to um, really do a lot after the, the meet the trade show. Definitely. If you're filling up your calendar with subsequent meetings afterwards and you, you have other things to do when you get back to the office, it's really valuable if you can to set up, up a process prior to that, that it's ready to go out a few days after. Right. Um, you know, one, one more thing to so, say, just to piggyback on that. For yeah, a second. Sure. You, in, in, producing valuable content doesn't necessarily have to be all the answers too, right? Sometimes people are producing great, you know, white papers and other collateral that really explains some things that they've figured out and, you know, the reason their business exists and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, a good, a good sales process is really a, a conversation between the, the buyer and, and uh, the vendor. And so in these emails, you, you certainly should say, Hey, these are the things that I was thinking. These are the connections I made. I, we were excited to implement some of these new strategies that we learned those sorts of things, but put some questions in there, right? Ask them what they thought. Ask them if, if the way you're, you've assessed what happened at the conference and the things you learned is, is similar to the way they did, or uh, if they have a different take on it, that might, that might, um, you know, uh, help inform, inform the way you communicate with them, but might also 
even help inform product developments because you're listening to uh, clients and, and prospective clients. So, so in short, um, the, you, you don't, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, your, your thesis on what you learned there. It can just simply be a conversation and good conversations are back and forth and ask some questions in there. That's great. Thank you for that. Final thought um, about identifying the right type of show. You mentioned earlier, you know, especially if it's a show that um, may, makes sense for you to be at, that kind of fits your, your industry, demographic, whatever it might be. Um, how do you typically pick shows you go to? I, I hear a lot of times, you know, trade shows are expensive. They're a waste of time. I didn't generate any opportunities from them. Um, certainly having a booth or being a speaker costs a lot of money. So how, do, how have you in the past identified shows that you want to go to? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And, and I'll tell you uh, how I've done it sometimes unsuccessfully, right? I mean, some, sometimes they are a bust. That's, that's for sure. But um, you can try to mitigate against that, against that risk. So, um, you know, some, some things to think about are um, the size of the conference. The, the larger the conference, certainly the more decision makers that will potentially be there, but also the more noise and the, 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 the more difficulty in standing out. Um, you also want to take a look at specifically who's there. So for instance, with, with um, the, our education clients, you know, some conferences are far more attended by teachers than by administrators. And if a teacher is your buyer, that's good. But if an administrator is your buyer, that's, that's not good. So, so starting with the industry, right, it's an education conference or it's a manufacturing conference or whatever. Obviously, that's where you're going to start being targeted. But looking at who's attending and how you can how you can stand out and how you can drive really, again, meetings, conversations with folks to, to get to know them. Those are the things you want to think about when uh, when assessing the conference. And you can also look at past year vendor lists, who was there in previous years um, and, and take a look and see if if uh, it makes sense for you to be among those folks. You know, speak, speaking of the keeping track of former year's vendor lists and who attended, I've also had great success um, when dealing with a show that wasn't as successful as we wanted, um, keeping track of all of your shows. How many opportunities came from the trade show? How many, ter how many opportunities were you able to convert into new clients? What did you spend to go to the show? And for those business owners that are listening, it's not just what was the cost of actually getting in the door. How much did a plane ticket cost? Hotel, waste, you know, wasted time while you were there. If it's two days, that counts for something. Sure. And then what did you, what did you reap from that? Many times a, as a company is scaling and trying to figure out what to do with their marketing budget and their sales budget, it's important to be able to Start identifying, and it may take one or two or three years, but identifying the trade shows that are must-go-tos and then playing around with a few others every year to see if you can find a, a great trade show to attend, um, knowing that there's going to be maybe some wasted weekends or wasted few days here and there. I think keeping track of that information is really important. Certainly, yes. Yeah. Source codes in your CRM for, for the conferences that you're attending and tagging folks in your CRM who, who you might have met there. That's, that's um, uh, a tactical way of, of doing that. And you're absolutely right. You, you know how much I love um, data and making data informed decisions about, um, you know, action plans and next steps and things like that. I will say there is a, there is a 
qualitative aspect of these two, right? Just being able to say that you were there and being a presence there and, and that sort of marketing is sometimes hard to track. Um, a lot of people see, see your booth or, or um, you know, hear from somebody else who just was at your booth um, that, you don't, that you don't know about. So there's, there's definitely that as well. And I don't want people to, to forget about that because sometimes, um, you know, if you don't leave with, with money in hand, you're you're thinking, man, this was a waste, but sometimes it's good, good, just good advertising. And there's also really the, truly the, the educational aspect, right? Being there and hearing what your, what your prospects are interested in learning about and what the keynote speakers are talking about really does help inform, hopefully, your product or your service um, to, to better respond to their needs. So, so there's some of that qualitative stuff as well. Now that, now that you're finished with your trade show and, and the event's over, you're going to be coming back from Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm sorry, from uh, Los Angeles to Pittsburgh over the weekend. And it sounds like you have a lot of work to do even to follow up with this show, let alone some of the things that that you've pushed aside for the week while you were there. That's right, but that's uh, all in the name of the game, and, and I'm excited to to get caught up and hopefully take some of these conversations from from the start to uh, to the next milestone in the sales process. That's fantastic. Well, hey, thanks for your time today. Certainly uh, appreciate the insight you've given on how to effectively work a trade show, pre-work, follow-up, and some advice for how to how to measure and track if they were successful. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. It. Thanks for the talk. And uh, I will see you in a couple of days when I'm back in town. Sounds good. Take care, Thanks, man. Bye.